Perfecto, no vamos a Perfecto, no vamos a Perfecto, B-O-S-S, you know that you bless chess. Tell you a boss in your drip in your Welcome every step. Set this podcast. thing out, set this thing out. Podcast that helps you carefully rock in life and business. The show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss. Your one-stop shop for tips, tools, and resources. Your sweet spot for digital online business startup. When you are looking for your next step in life and business, we've got you covered. Where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Hello. Today we are here with Norica Castaneda at The Boss Effect. She has stopped by to share her story and her journey to becoming a bold, outspoken, soulful storyteller. Won't you help us welcome Norica to The Boss Effect? Yay! Of course I am. And thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yes. Norica, the honor is all mine. It is all mine because you are traveling all over. You are traveling all over the United States, all over the planet Earth, and you are sharing stories. Could you tell us a little bit about those stories that you're sharing, Norica? Well, I'm going to local communities, uh, to other states, and eventually I'm going overseas as well because what I'm doing is highlighting organizations, individuals, and um, that are giving back to American veteran communities. And one characteristic about whole military veteran communities, they're very mobile. You know, and when you need help, you need to reach out to your local community. That's mm -hmm. the first place, and then you go to the national. So that's why um, Athletical, where the help is at, that's where we're going. I like that. You said something very profound. If you need help, you start out with your local community and then you branch out. That's something that we also learned in the military. You know, it's kind of like using your chain of command. So it's very um, structured when you're getting help. First knowing how to get help. What type of services do you provide? If I need help, can you help me with anything? What type of services and resources do you provide for veterans? I provide educational, um, informational, and entertainment as well. because. We all learn different ways, but I think when you add the travel and you show the local communities, it has, uh, you know, it's providing the information that you need. It's also educating you about the resources that are available to you, but it also entertain you because why make it boring? You know, nobody wants to listen to a boring story. <laughs> oh my God, you know, this, we, we are all about the story and right. the boss effect. And a lot of stories, I'll listen to someone's story, North, and they will start with their story, and guess what I do? You zone out? I just zone out because I'm like, it's all boring. So when you're out in these communities and you're meeting people, and I know that has to be exciting, that has to be fun, but that's not something that you just do because it's exciting and fun. That has to be a deeper meaning. That has to be a soul purpose. There has to be a soul mission behind that. So what motivated you to get started doing what you're doing? Well, of course, I am veteran, and I also have family that are still in the military. I have a lot of families that are uh, military spouses or military children. My kids are military children, and I can see the struggle. I can feel the struggle myself uh, when you serve and you get out, and that's never right, right? You give out your life 
at the military did a lot of things that other people didn't. So there should be some kind of support out there. And sometimes there is the support, but we don't know about it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, you know, you know, being a veteran yourself, that sometimes we don't have our resources from other veterans. We do. We you do. know, information is very fragmented and shouldn't be like that. Because when you are in need, you need to know where to go. You need to have a plan like the way that you had in the military. And it can be your spouse. You know, because they serve you in the, in the background. They were the ones that help you go to work every day and do the mission that you are supposed to do. And your children, they did the struggle. They sometimes they have to go through separations. They maybe they miss anniversaries and birthdays. So yeah. I try to help and inform about the resources for the whole family. You know, Martha, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. Um, being a veteran myself that just recently retired, mm -hmm. I tend to not talk to a lot of veterans because it's really, really deeply personal for me. It's really an emotional topic for me. Yes. Because you it sounds like you want to do exactly what I'm doing. You want to fill in a void that was there when you got out. Like you want to make up for something that was missing. Like when I got out of the military, there were so many resources, but at the time I wasn't thinking about the resources. I was thinking about how am I gonna live my life? What am I gonna do without the system and the structure and the accountability that I had come accustomed to in the military? So when I got out, you know, they're throwing these resources at you at that time, but at that time I didn't need resources. I didn't care about resources. All I thought was how am I gonna make it? You know, so I think you get exposed to the right resources at the right time is detrimental in our journey not only as veterans but as first responders and and people who are just out in our communities getting the right access to the right resources at the right time so when you started this journey how many other veterans like myself have you met on your journey that are like saying yes we need this yes we need this like i know there has to be like tons of tons of us out here just saying help us there's so many. Every time I go to a different outing, the first thing that you notice is, oh, do you hear about this organization? Oh, uh, you know, to mention uh, a couple, the, the Rossi Network, the Helping Entrepreneur, or IBMF is, you know, they got courses, or Project Center is doing retreats, yeah. and you never knew before, mm -hmm. you know? And that's every single time that you get at least two of these veterans together. Mm -hmm. And they might be struggling. They might be homeless. Mm -hmm. They might be having financial problems. Mm -hmm. Or they might have having mental um, problems or health problems, any problems. Because, you know, yes. our body gets goes through a trial. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have to deal with all these after effects of our service. Yes. And we need to know where to reach. You know, I used to learn about five different resources when I went to to a retreat this weekend. Wow. You know, and one of the and two of them actually given our and Cohen veteran community. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they were close to me. Wow. And it's something I can tap in and it's at no cost to the veterans and the family. 
can't be the help, the help that I need, or maybe my family needs. Mm-hmm. You know, when you need it. Because what you don't want is to be overwhelmed to the point that you don't see a way out, you lose completely all the hope that you had, and you become another casualty. Because it's no longer 22, it's 27 people that die a day. 27 veterans that take their own life. And that's not counting the children, and that's not counting the military spouses that are going through the same problem. I did not know that the women had increased to 27. You just like really educated me. I did not know that the women increased to 27. I thought we were going much better and we were going down. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me last time, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what they told me last time when I had a conversation about it. Wow, so so it's even more more vital, more important that we get out and share resources and stories and how we overcome. Norka, how are you doing right now with with meeting all these people and seeing that this is happening and knowing that you're bringing you're bringing the change? Like, what is your organization at the forefront? How does that feel to you know that you're at the forefront of a major change and getting resources to rescue? I think I think I'm having a bigger impact because if I can least save one life. It makes a difference. Like I used to have an uh, interview with Racing for Heroes, and they told me they were able to stop somebody to take up the life because they were able to get him and um, take him racing so he can get rid of all that adrenaline, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, they can have a follow up actually make sure that he has the medication, that he has uh, the right nutrition. Because that's that's what the help that he needed, you know. And it's more than racing; it's more than having fun. Mm-hmm. It can be fishing. It can be a lot of other different activities. Even talking to a bird, it helps some people. Mm-hmm. But it's finding the help that works for you, so you don't feel overwhelmed. So you can actually find your balance again. And that you know what, finding your balance again—that's when it gets fun. Like that's when you find all these retreats, right? <clears throat> One of the retreats, I know you mentioned Project Sanctuary, I think. You can go on these retreats. You can take you. You can take your whole family. And as a veteran, these resources are absolutely free, but we don't know they exist. So we need more veterans. We need more people sharing stories of what resources are actually available for veterans, their families, for our communities, within our communities. And we're thankful and grateful that Norica is doing just that. She's out here. She's in the streets. She's doing just that. So, Norica, my question for you is, what is the number one takeaway, the number one most profound thing that you want to say? If you could stand on a rooftop and you could shout to the world that this is my message, what is that message, that really so profound message that Norica stands for with her movement? I see that the biggest message is don't lose hope. Find a way because as long as you keep finding that little light, and it's something that it gets done every single day, you can keep going. One more day. You can keep going. You're covered. Mm-hmm. You're covered if you keep going. Yeah. Because if you give up, life continues. But there is a lot of after effects when you give up. Mm-hmm. You know, you might take your life, you might have feel that at that moment that was the right solution. But I, I know personally people that 25 years later, they're still asking, what 
like why don't lose hope that touched you that touched you you got kind of emotional you got choked up there what was that what are you holding back that's what we want to know we want to know that share that with us if you don't mind well that happened in my family mm-hmm. i had two hours that killed us and I can see, you know, I get emotional now like that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't have no tissue. But, um, you know, I have my cousin about the same age. And probably people just older than me. And he's still acting because his mom killed himself when he was around nine years old. Mm-hmm. A whole life passed. And he still asked the question, why I wasn't enough. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an IE. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.